listening to Aubrey CD Speaks podcast. Be sure to subscribe and share. For more information about this podcast, follow my Instagram account, Aubrey CD Speaks. Thanks for tuning in. Be blessed. Hello, and thank you for listening to Aubrey CD Speaks. This is episode eight. And in this episode, I'm going to warn you in advance, there may occasionally be a squeaky voice, a sudden yell, or very loud laughter. This episode is being recorded while there is a house full of little children. And I have this opportunity because a certain amount of my children are sleeping, and I am seizing (laughs) the day and uh, taking advantage of this moment But that also means having to take advantage during a time when the majority of children are awake and thriving and alive and having fun. And so you may or may not hear a few voices going on in the background. I apologize for that, but at the same time, it's so much fun to be alive and it's so much fun to hear their voices. Throughout my other episodes, I have talked about fathers in the faith. I have talked about pastors. I have talked about submitting to authority. I have talked about yielding. And I thought that this would be a good time to go ahead and talk about something that I see over and over again, a problem in the body of Christ. And a lot of times it's because there's a lack of you know, lack of wisdom, lack of instruction. It's something that's not always taught in the church, especially in the millennial American Christian church. Is that even really a phrase? I just used it. Um, And the reason I use it is because there is a problem where uh, new believers in Christ, especially uh, if they're a certain age group that is labeled by the world as millennials, that have a problem with authority. And I'm not saying that there wasn't, you know, other past generations that didn't have a problem with authority. There very much was. We can see that in history. We can see that in church history. Um, And a lot of, you know, for a lot of reasons, that's some of the reason why there's so many issues and problems today. But the other reason for that is because there wasn't a proper instruction when it came to honoring and submitting to authority. The world is very much against honoring and submitting to authority. They say, do your own thing, don't listen to other people, and it doesn't matter if um, that's good advice, listen to your heart. And we all know that the heart is, you know, the Bible says the heart is deceitfully wicked above all things. Who can know it? Um... We also know that um, what's, you know, in the heart comes out through the mouth. I mean, you know, Jesus talked about that. It's not what you eat that makes you unclean or corrupts you. It's what comes from the heart. You know, the heart brings out the issues of life. And um, we even see, even though the world may not admit it, we even see in the world how corrupt the heart can be and how it can lead you astray so very often. I mean, people talk about listen to your heart and fall in love with whatever whoever your heart leads and guides you to. And look how often the heart leads you and guides you to the, the wrong person. 
And so the heart is not uh, a thing, which when we talk about the heart, we're not talking about the physical heart. We're talking about a metaphorical speaking heart, which is the emotions, the, you know, your feelings, your emotions. Um, it does sometimes involve the mind, imagination, but it, it does have a lot to do with how you feel. Um, some people want to label that an instinct. I wouldn't label that with instinct. Um, but, um, your, your feelings and your emotions are what people are talking about when they call, talk about follow the heart and your feelings and emotions, we all know can be very wrong sometime. I mean, women, we know that the feelings and emotions can be very wrong. I mean, look at us at certain times of the month where our emotions can be haywire, absolutely crazy. Uh, having a baby, our emotions, our hormone, our emotions can change because of hormones, and we can, you know, um, say one thing but want another thing, and we have a hard time explaining what we want. We have a lot of, you know, when we're pregnant or after we have a baby, there's a lot of crying that happens and we can't even explain why we're crying. We're just crying. So we know that hormones can change our emotions and our feelings at the drop of a hat. We also know that chemical imbalances can cause a change to feelings and emotions at the drop of a hat. So why on earth would we be following our heart in parentheses when our heart, in parentheses, will lead us astray and it can put us in the wrong path. It can cause a lot of problems. The heart is not something to follow. I'm just going to put that out right now, okay? Heart is not something to follow. Please stop telling your children to listen to their heart. Please stop telling other people, listen to your heart. The heart is deceitfully wicked. The heart will change at a drop of a dime. Don't follow your heart. Now, um, with that being said, and we see that all the time, the world doesn't exactly want to admit it, even though it's very blatantly there. There are some people in the world that will tell you, don't listen to your heart. And then they say, listen to logic, listen to your mind, uh, follow science. Well, we also know that science can be wrong, especially if it's a theory. So science isn't exactly the thing to follow. I mean, how often um, with new discoveries does science change? Science is always changing. Theories are always changing or they're being proven wrong. So science is not something to actually follow. Science does not bear fact. Science is liquefied. Science is changing and moving and adjusting according to new discoveries. Don't follow science. Okay, now, we're talking about uh, follow logic, follow the mind. Well, once again, the mind can be changed because of hormones. The mind can change because of a tumor in the brain. You know, the, the thought concept can change. You can change your mind at any time because of... I mean, for any reason. So the mind is not something to follow as well. There is nothing concrete about the mind and consistent about the mind and constant about the mind that should be followed, that should be guided, that is going to guide you into uh, truth, into love, into right. So the mind is not something to follow as well. 
And uh, you say, look at logic, follow logic. And you're going into logic and you can't really follow logic either, can you? Logic will not take you down the right road at all. You want to go all Vulcan? Okay, watch Star Trek. Look how many times the Vulcans get things wrong because they're following logic. Enough said about logic right there. <laughs> and if you are not a Star Trek fan, I'm sorry. You may not completely understand what I'm talking about. You might have to watch a few old episodes of Star Trek just to understand what I'm talking about. But, um, yeah, so logic. Don't be Vulcan, okay? Logic will lead you astray. It is not always right. First off, um, as a believer in Christ, we're supposed to be following that the unction of the Holy Spirit or, you know, the guiding and the leadership of Holy Spirit, right? And so um, we're to give no account to the flesh um, and no place, you know, for the flesh and no place for sin and things like that. So the Spirit leads us, guides us, and directs us, right? And um, oftentimes the Spirit is giving you a different answer in, in situations, your feelings and your emotions want you to do one thing. The Holy Spirit is telling you something else. And uh, let me tell you, every time the Holy Spirit is going to be the right one to lead and direct when it comes to um, when it comes to those things. Okay, so you don't follow the heart. You don't follow the mind. You don't follow logic. You don't follow science. You don't follow your feelings and emotions. You follow the Holy Spirit. And that... Um, will lead you and guide you, it should, to uh, always. The Holy Spirit will always lead you and guide you to have somebody in authority over your life. Now, the Bible talks about don't forsake the fellowship of the brethren. The Bible talks about having leadership in your life, having pastors that are over you, leading you. There, it, Jesus talks about shepherds and those that are his and those that are not his. You know, the, the ones that have... Um, come over um, and they're just thieves, you know, they're just uh, shepherds for hire. They won't stay and they won't take care of the flock. Um, but those that God has chosen to be shepherds over the church, they're the ones that will stay even in the midst of tribulation and trial and they'll protect the flock. So you have people that are to be over you as authority and the church, you're not to forsake the fellowship of the brethren. Um, you're to honor your your pastors. You're to pray for them, serve them. Like there, it, it talks about it in the Bible and and who a pastor should be. You know who who leadership should be. What do they look like? What's the family like? Life like? Don't just willy nilly hire anybody or put anybody as uh, anybody over the church. I mean, even Paul was. Um, uh, very particular about who he left as a pastor over the the churches that he began. He had Timothy over the church of Ephesus. He had Titus uh, as a pastor, and each and every person that he, particular people that he had over churches, um, he spoke about how they're like a son to him. And so he had people that... Um, are going to lead the way he leads, are going to do things the way he would do things, direct the way he does things. And as a matter of fact, in 2 Timothy 
chapter 3, verse 10, it says, You, however, have followed my teaching, my conduct, my aim in life, my faith, my patience, my love, my steadfastness, my persecutions and sufferings that happened to me at Antioch and Iconium and, Ly and at Lystra, which persecutions I endured, yet from them all the Lord rescued me. Indeed, all who desire to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted, while evil people and impostors will go on from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. But as for you, continue in what you have learned and have firmly believed, knowing from whom you, ha you learned it, and how from childhood you have been acquainted with the sacred writings which are able to make you wise for, for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All scriptures is breathed out by God and profitable, for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be competent, equip, equipped for every good work. So he's telling him to continue doing um, what he's taught him and continue be leading the way he he led. You know, he tells him in chapter four, preach the word. Um, he, you know, he warns him about those that are going to be. Uh, you know, those in the last days that will be going astray, that want to hear itching words, you continue. And he's telling him, you know, you continue, um, you continue preaching the truth. You continue doing what you know is right, speaking the way you know is right, leading the way you know is right, and not allowing those around you to change the way you preach, you teach, and you lead. You know how to lead. You know how to preach. You know how to teach. I taught you. For one thing, you see the benefit of having a pastor in your life and authority over you if you're called to be a pastor yourself. Because one day you'll need, um, you need somebody to imitate. You know, even Paul says, imitate me as I imitate Christ. And so even in submitting to a pastor, you're not submitting to the, the man, okay? I, I hear it all the time. Um, yes, he's imperfect. You're submitting to him as he submits to Christ. So, and you're going to imitate him as he imitates, as he imitates Christ. So, um, you're going to imitate the things that he does, that he's seen the Lord do. And, and, and so he does it because the Lord does it. And then you're going to say though, and, and do those things that you've seen your pastor do because he's imitating the Lord. So, um, it's not, it's not a bad thing to have somebody over you, to have authority over you. Um, I know this is a day and age where it's, you know, be your own boss, have your own business, don't have a boss over you, don't have the man over you, and all this stuff. And I, yes, I know it's good to um, own your own business. It's fantastic. But the reasons for it can be detrimental to a believer in Christ because we are to learn to submit to authority. And if you have a, a problem with it, you know, maybe you do need to have a job where you are submissive over a manager in order to learn to be teachable, humble, and willing to do the things that your manager has asked of you to do. And, and watch yourself get promoted because you're going to show humility and you're going to submit to that, um, that manager and you'll learn what submission means. Or if um, you want to learn another way, submit to your pastor, you know, be willing to do things for him that uh, others aren't willing to do and um, be willing to hear whatever word that he has that the Lord's given to him to speak and take it as, as your own um, and, uh, and serve him. I mean, it's, it's vital for a person to learn 
what submission to authority is. We see it every day in the world, how people are being taught not to submit to authority, how they're not how they're being taught to not submit to um, uh, police, not submit to um, uh, government, and and to force the government to hear them and not to submit to them. And I know there are some things that are wrong that it takes, you know, voting to to get things done, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the laws and regulations of the land. Over and over again, you've seen... Uh, let's say for one thing, for sports, how how people are invited, ath- athletes are invited to the White House, and they decide to say no to stick it to President Trump because he, they don't like him. Well, uh, that does nothing. That that shows nothing. That just shows that you are some rebellious little little child that doesn't know how to, even if you don't agree with him, to honor authority by saying, thank you, yes, I will come to the White House and um, have an opportunity to talk to him and to voice your concerns directly to uh, the President of the United States. And there's usually uh, representatives there, senators there, um, they're, they're lawmakers. And you have an opportunity to voice what you believe in directly to those people. But instead of having that opportunity to voice it, you're going to be a child and you're going to act like some uh, some spoiled child and throw a big old hissy fit and say, no, I don't want to. And instead of honoring and, and taking that opportunity to, to uh, voice what you believe in. There's, op- there's been often times people that didn't agree with the president that is, you know, and, and what they believe in and, and their party believes in, but they took the opportunity and they said, yes, we will go to the White House. And they took that opportunity and they talked to that president and they talked to lawmakers. And guess what? Things ended up changing and things got done because that person was able to humble themselves. So you don't, you know, there's, there's, there's a prime example of what happens when somebody doesn't submit to authority and honor authority and someone who does. Now, the person that did honor authority, they got to know that president and maybe there was some res- they have respect for that president now, where maybe before they didn't have respect for them. But at least they can see that they're trying. A, a believer in Christ is to um, submit to the authority of the pastor that at the church that they are sure that God's called them to be under. Uh, and to submit to. And that's the whole reason why the Lord tells you to go to a church. You don't choose a church based on your, um, they have a great children's program or, you know, they have, they have a, a, a great missions program. No, that, you know, don't base it off of their ministries and their works or their, their worship team just is, eh, really? It's all materialism. It's all based on your likes and your dislikes. No, you go to the church that God called you to. You go to the church that the Lord told you, hey, this is the church I want you to be. This is the pastor who I want you to submit under. You don't, you don't do it based on what you want. It, that's, not, that's not what church is. Church isn't for what you want. Church is for what you need. And and that's why it, it's so vital. Like, that's why people church hop and people go from church, church to church because they're basing it off of what they want instead of what they need. And that's, those are people that have a problem submitting to authority. 
I'm just going to put it out there. You have a problem submitting to authority if you're a church hopper. Because you're not, you're not basing it on the man of God that's standing there every week preaching uh, what God has told them to preach. You're basing it on your wants. And if all you want is materialism, then you don't need to be in church. And I would question whether or not you are born again. You be where God called you to be under the man of God that God called you to be. Under. Who did God tell you to submit to? What pastor did God tell you to submit to? And you go to that church. Don't you dare change churches just because you didn't like what he said. Or you don't want him to know the sin issue in your life. He's there for you, praying for you, helping you to do great things in your future and even in the now. Submitting to authority isn't to put you down under their thumb. Submitting to authority is is to raise you up to be better than you could even imagine that you were. They're there for you. They're there to help you. That doesn't mean that you tell them what to do. You serve them as they serve you. It's a beautiful example of humility. And if you can't handle that, I would question whether or not you're born again. And you should do it too. You should ask yourself, do I have a problem with authority? Do I have a problem sitting under my pastor? And if I have a problem sitting under my pastor, I have to ask myself, am I really born again? It's growth, man. It's all growth. It's always growth. It's always going further into uh, Christ and doing what God has called you to do. Submitting under authority will get you blessed and will get you further and you will grow into a man or woman of God that, that the Lord saw you to be, not just what you saw. And it will take away the naming of I'm a Christian, blah, 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 or a blah, blah, blah Christian. It'll take all of that away. And all that you will want to be as a man or woman of God, a child of God, a son or daughter of God. So I would, um, man, this is going to be a shorter uh, podcast than the ones I've been doing so far. But really and truly, it's a, a clean, cut and dry kind of a episode. And submitting to authority and what it means to submit to authority, it means that, you're, that you really are born again and you um, are willing to humble yourself. You were made as a child of God to submit to authority over you. It should be understood. It doesn't matter if you're millennial and you've had trouble in the past when it came to authority that's over you. You're not a millennial from the past before you were born again. You're a born again son and daughter of God. And that's simply what you are. And so you can't use your past and the excuses as excuses for not submitting to authority now. You're a different person. You've been made new if you're really born again. And... You should never view that pastor as your enemy or somebody that is against you. They're for you. They're there for you to see you built up and equipped to do the great things of God that God knows that you're meant to do and to be. You'd be surprised how much they know about you because the Lord has told them about you because he's put them there for you. It's as simple as that. It's like a a parent and a child. That parent knows the potential of their child, and they are doing things in order to help that child see their own potential. But if that child's not willing to see and submit and adhere to their parent, then they'll never see the potential that that parent saw. 
And maybe they won't even see it until they're grown. And they'll realize all the fighting that they did and the years of that parent trying to help them and they just fought against them and really it was for their benefit. So you have to ask yourself, am I willing to submit to authority? Am I willing to submit to a pastor that the Lord has called me to be under rather than the one that I want to be under, the church that I want to be at? It's as simple as that because it's for your benefit. It's for you. It's for you to be blessed. It's not for your convenience. It really is not for your convenience. None of that is for your convenience. It's for you to grow. Always, always, always for growth. But you will be so glad that you continue to submit under that pastor and under the authority of that pastor. Because one day you're going to be standing years on down the road doing great things for God. And you're going to look back and you're going to say, all of it was because of that pastor. And I submitted to that pastor. I know there are some of you that have teachers or other people in your life that, man, it, it meant so much to you. You know, and now that you're grown, it meant so much to you to have that person in your life. That person changed so much in your life. That person did great things for you that you are, you, you appreciate now and you honor that person. But man, it was hard during that time, right? It was difficult in, during that season, right? Even though that person was for you. Well, it's the same thing that a pastor is. A pastor is there for you. And you will see the great things that they helped you through. If you just submit to them and humble yourself and submit to their authority, and years down the road, you're going to really appreciate it. But you can start it all now and make your road easier and lighter if you start it now. I realize how much I appreciate my pastors. I mean, even now. There is so much that has gone in my life since I, I met them in 2008 that I truly appreciate them for for what they, they sowed into me, their encouragement, their leadership, their guidance, their love for Jesus. Man, that, that, that's what's really blown my mind. Their love for Jesus, their willingness to serve him no matter what, to keep on going no matter what. You know, uh, the enemy wants to uh, uh, destroy them, get them down, stop them, but they keep on going. They continue to submit to the Lord and rebuke the devil, and he continues to flee. And I keep seeing all the great thing that all the great things that God is doing in their lives, and it just pushes me forward, and it it causes me to want to continue on to keep moving, because I see the blessings that are on their life because they kept on going and they kept on trusting God, and and it it just it just propels me to want to keep on going. Because there's blessings. There's blessings on the other side. If I just keep on going, keep on striving, keep on enduring, holding on. And I really appreciate my pastors. I really appreciate the, the covering of prayer that's on my life, on my husband's life, on my children's life because of them. And it doesn't go unnoticed. I know it's there. I know their love for me because, because of, of, of what Christ has put in them. I know they, they're, they're praying for me. They're praying for my family. They're encouraging us. They want us to go further and to do more than, than they've done. I know this. 
and I appreciate them and I'm thankful for them. And I'm so thankful that the Lord told me back in 2008, this is the church I've called you to. You see that man preaching right there? That's your pastor. That's who you're, you're to be under. Okay. Because I've already, I had already learned at that time to trust, trust the Lord. Just, just, and when he says something to just trust him and I just trusted him, I, I, I didn't even know much about this pastor. I saw a little bit of uh, a YouTube video of him on a, a Miami Inc. and on TBN. And, and I thought, well, this is awesome. He preaches the gospel. He seems legit. And I'm sitting there in his church for the first time ever. And I feel the spirit of God there. And I'm listening to him. And he says no different than what he says then. It's the same dude. He's all around legit. And so I said, okay, to the Lord, I'm going, I'm going to trust him and what he's saying. And I have been blessed ever since to be under the authority of that church. And, and I'm so thankful for them. And I'm even saying on this podcast, I don't even care if, uh, if, if he, if they hear me or not, I'm going to say, thank you so much. Uh, pastors Cletus and Lady Nicole for all that you have have done for me and my family for all that you have uh, sowed into us and how you have encouraged us and lifted us up and you have been there for us during the really sucky moments and I'm so thankful for you guys and and I love you guys and keep going keep pushing through and I'm so thankful for you guys and everything that the Lord does in my life and my husband's life when we when we start out on a start out and we're in ministry and we're doing the things of God, I know that so much is going to be accomplished and so many things are going to be easier in our lives because of, because of you two and what y'all have done at that church and what y'all have t- taught and what y'all have preached and what y'all have labored in. So I thank you so much, Pastors Cletus and Lady Nicole. I'm going to end my episode with telling you guys Go to the church that God has told you to go to and submit to the pastors that God told y'all to submit under. And you will be blessed. You will see the benefits of it. Don't use any more excuses for not submitting to authority. All it will lead you is into rebellion and it will lead you astray. It will be an open door for the enemy. If you are a believer in Christ, submit to your pastor, submit to authority and be blessed.